Hello and welcome to Sports Politics and Discussion. You're through Usham, it's the 21st of May and uh, we are going straight to the Fact Today series. And uh, the first thing we're going to be discussing today is uh, UFC. Yeah, big news in UFC actually, huge news. And for the first time in a very, very long time, I'm actually excited about a John Jones fight. Uh, yeah, there's been quite a bit of a Twitter rant. Um, Jones has had a go at Francis Ngannou over Twitter and yeah, it got quite heated and serious. But on the back of that, Jones has said he would expose him in the ring and it looks like Dana's up for the idea. I've read an article where Dana has said that anything can happen. It's not an impossible fight to make. Jones will just have to move up and I'm pretty sure they can have an interim champion at light heavyweight. If anything, light heavyweight needs an interim champion at the moment. It just lacks a lot of quality. Um, yeah, but you never know with John Jones as well. He's not the most reliable character, exactly. And he has been ranting a lot on Twitter. He also had a go at Sonnen earlier on in the week. Um, Francis Ngannou fired back saying that he's willing to fight him. Um, yeah, it's a weird one. It's going to be very interesting. I can't believe I'm saying this. Jones's last few fights haven't been great exactly, have they? It's not the same dominant character he used to be. Um, and Ganu, on the other hand, seems to be having an upward turn. He went from being quite lethargic and boring. He's lost a lot of weight as well. I mean, you can't tell on the weigh-ins, but this guy is shredded now. And in that last fight where he just ran out and knocked his opponent out, uh, who was it? Jezinho. Is the manner in which he done it. Just ruthless. He came in, uh, guns blazing, he was quick, he was fast. I think that Nganu, if Jones was to face him in the ring, would give him a lot of problems. If it's the Nganu of the past, though, I think Jones walks over him. Uh, it'll be a close fight. Um, I, I think it's one of those where I'm going to swing either way if it happens. So, so far, I'm going with John Jones just because I feel like this caliber of opponent might bring the best out of him again and the best Jones is better than the best Nganu. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Um, I think UFC might want to save that fight though, so I don't think it'll be anytime soon. They'll probably be saving that for when audiences come back to arenas. Okay, so moving on, we're going to go to uh, our second point of the day. And that's going to be... Uh, Sebastian Vettel, I was right last week. Yeah, Vettel has left Ferrari. Uh, massive shock. It's caused a massive ripple effect in the drivers' lineup. Uh, I was right as well. Uh, Carl Sanz has gone over to Ferrari as well. Uh, good news for him. Brilliant news for the competition. Personally, I think Sanz is going to be excellent come next season. Uh, as for Vettel, uh, whatever's left of this season, if it does happen, this might be his last chance at winning the competition uh, he has pretty much nowhere to go um, just to explain what's happened is uh, Sands left McLaren McLaren open, then went for Daniel Ricciardo which was brilliant what, not a, what an acquisition he is for them and what a blow for Renault just a year on from Renault uh, getting Ricciardo he's given up on their setup and their dream and moved over to McLaren a team that he did initially turn down it's going to be a lot of problems in there um, but this ripple effect isn't just ending there. So we know that uh, Ricardo's at McLaren now, Sanz is at Ferrari, but where's Vettel going? 
Some people say Renault, I don't think that's happening. I think if Vettel wants to stay in the spot, he'll want to go somewhere competitive. A lot of people have turned down the fact that, uh, a lot of people are saying that it's not possible that he'll be going to McLaren. I don't know entirely. I think um, that's still up for discussion. I think McLaren, uh, not McLaren, sorry, Mercedes might be wanting him. Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't see that not happening. Maybe not this season, maybe not next season, but the season after I can see him going to Mercedes. I could see a situation where either Lewis Hamilton retires or Bottas gets a world of sack. Um, yeah, Gene Todd came out and said that he's surprised that teams aren't going for Vettel. He can totally see every team wanting a, a driver of his calibre. And he's right. He's probably one of the best drivers on the field. I mean, he's not at the best time at Ferrari, but... Then again, who has? Raikkonen wasn't great at Ferrari either. And Raikkonen is an all-time legend. So, yeah. Okay, so we're moving on to our next point. Luke Campbell. Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a sad one, this. Luke Campbell was due a, a title shot against uh, Javier Fortuna, is it? Yeah, Javier Fortuna. Unfortunately for Campbell, it looks like that title shot is now, uh, well, it's been axed by the WBC. Basically, what's happened is um, the initial champion was, uh, well, the initial champion was Devin Haney. That's right. Uh, Haney was the champion. Haney got an injury, um, which was supposed to keep him out for quite a while. So the WBC put him as champion in recess. However, it looks like he's healed from his injury rather quickly. So they've scrapped the Campbell versus Fortuna as a title fight. Instead, made it for an interim belt. Um, yeah, it's what it is. Haney is the champion. So it's only fair that they do that. Uh, Luke Campbell, of course, still can be an interim champion, which isn't the worst. And I still think he's one of the big players. And from looks of things, Solomon isn't just stopping there. He's wanting to create a tournament to see who the best person in the division is. Um, so that'll be interesting to watch. Um, yeah. Um, now, moving on. It looks like uh, we're going to go straight to football news. Uh, Watford players first, as we all know. Three people from Watford have tested positive, including uh, Mariapa. Unfortunately, he is positive with COVID-19. Um a lot of people, I think so far six people connected to Premier League football have tested positive for the COVID-19 virus and so far just one confirmed player. This can change, of course. We don't know how this virus is spreading or how reactive it is. But it does beg the question, should the Premier League start in June? I mean, we are still a few days away from June, so you never know what it's like in a week's time. I mean, things change overnight with this virus. But... At the same time, you have to think about the players' safety. Players currently aren't training. I know Eng uh, I know Kante has been uh, uh, basically refused to train, which is perfectly fine. And uh, Chelsea are okay with it as well. Um, Troy Deeney refused to train. Of course he did. He's the captain of a team that's got a player with COVID-19. I mean, yeah, I personally agree it is too soon to start. That's my opinion on it i think they should wait until at least july it's still pretty rampant in the country let's see what happens um but yeah it's something i agree with the season needs to finish at some point it would be best to finish it before september 
Although then again, it would be nice to test uh, test out new things next season, maybe having a short season. For me personally, the football season is far too long with all the competitions that are played, Europe, League Cups, FA Cups, Premier League, uh, 38-game Premier League. Um, yeah, we'll have to see what happens on the back of that. Um, it's a matter of time. So moving on, and our final point of the week, it's uh, Pakistan again, Pakistan cricket again in fact. So it's pretty much confirmed that Pakistan will be touring in England in a safe environment per last week. But some interesting news, the PCB have specifically come out and said that they will not force England to tour Pakistan uh, in the future. Um, but, which is rather interesting because this news seems to have come out of the blue. It's like Pakistan saying, yes, we'll come and tour your country, but we don't expect you to tour ours. It's sort of like a hint saying that, please come over to Pakistan and tour. And you know what? It's about time England did. Uh, the country's safe now. I mean, Sri Lanka have already toured. Um, West Indies have already toured. And the Pakistan security has been top notch. And it'll be a big occasion. It'll probably be the biggest tour England's done in years, to be honest with you. And one thing I think England needs, and is desperately lacking at the moment, is experience in the subcontinent. There's a reason why English spinners aren't very good at the moment. They haven't played much cricket in the subcontinent. And that's where your truly your great spinners come from. That's where they learn the trade. So it would be nice to see England tour Pakistan. Even if it, the setup's a bit different, maybe have... Uh, have it in one stadium or the match um, so let's say for instance they have a three match test series just in the Karachi stadium have the players cordoned off in a separate hotel with a separate training ground I mean it's all there Pakistan isn't the security risk it was 10 years back so I can't see I can't see this being a big problem for England to basically accept it's going to it's going to create a lot of revenue a lot of interest a lot of people in Pakistan will be watching this um, as arguably one of the biggest games of the past two decades I'd say um, yeah and that's pretty much the news for this week uh, we will hopefully be starting the discussion soon um, but at the moment with the social distancing nothing just yet hopefully in July I'll get the guys together and we'll have a big discussion about well a few spots we don't really know what's gonna happen then um yeah it's pretty much it um just a one last shout out um chad gaspar unfortunately passed away he was a great wrestler he was in the wwe for a few years as part of crime time and um he was a hero he saved his son out in sea but unfortunately it's cost him his life it is always sad to see those that are young pass away young as well but hopefully um this will be an example to everyone to stay safe in the sea and yeah i hope wwe do a segment for him come smackdown tomorrow